0: Hello everyone and welcome back. We're going to switch gears here and talk about something other than handguns for a change. Today we're going to cover shotguns and whether or not they're obsolete as a defensive tool. So let's get to it. Hey scallywags, welcome to another episode of our podcast, A Pirate Talks Guns. I'm your host, John Sello. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Before we begin, just let me say I'm a big fan of the scatter guns. It's one of the most versatile, devastating weapon systems you can get your hands on. I've used them for hunting birds and rabbits, shooting trap and skeet, hunting deer, and clearing buildings. Yes, I've cleared my share of buildings using both shotguns and carbines, and given the choice, I'll take the shotgun for that task every time. Having said that, let me point out that what I'm about to present doesn't come from bias, but from experience. The military has a phrase that mission drives the gear. In other words, we'd tailor our loadouts to give us what we'd need to accomplish a specific mission. There was no true one-size-fits-all combination of gear. As with defensive weapons, there was no one best choice for every circumstance. Should John Browning not pass away when he did, I'm sure his genius would have given us that one wonder weapon that would have been perfect for any application. Unfortunately, we've been left to make compromises and use what we have to the best of our abilities. The pump-action shotgun was at one time considered the first and only tool to reach for when things went bump in the night. Even today, it is recognized as the most devastating weapon system in the handgun-shotgun-carbine triad. However, In recent years, with the availability and popularity of the AR platform, shotguns have fallen out of favor for defensive purposes. Their many shortcomings are usually cited. Let's list and address them with a practical mindset. Shotguns don't have a sufficient ammo capacity for defensive use. This is usually the first thing you hear. And yes, they are limited. Compared to an AR with a 30 or 60 round magazine, The five or six rounds a shotgun holds is certainly paltry, and it's definitely faster to swap magazines in an AR than it is to stuff shotgun shells into a tube. So yes, we're starting off with advantage carbine. The shotgun is definitely lacking in the capacity and reloading arena. Realistically though, how prolonged a battle are you expecting it to get into? Is the significantly higher capacity of the AR really going to come into play? If you're going to go up against multiple assailants or an individual one that is going to take more than 5 or 6 rounds to stop or hit, is this gunfight you really want to rush into? If it's your typical home defense scenario, that 5 or 6 rounds on tap may be all you really need. You can supplement the ammo carried using buttstock shell holders or side saddles. I'm not a big fan of the buttstock shell holders, as it makes it difficult to shoot from either shoulder, depending on what your cover affords you. I currently run an 8-round shot shell card on the left side of the receiver, so I'm coming in with 17 rounds of ammo in and on the gun. With practice, you can easily load the magazine tube with the rounds in the card without dismounting the gun. This gives you the ability to keep the gun topped off in any kind of prolonged fight reloading as the situation allows. Having extra ammo on the gun also gives you more of a fighting chance if you hop out of bed and head to battle in your underwear. Shotguns are unwieldy. Yes, they are. They're longer than a carbine, making them difficult to maneuver in tight spaces such as hallways. This is especially true when comparing them to short barrel rifles. Shotguns are often discussed in the home defense role. Without training and practice, a shotgun can be unwieldy, but let's talk real life for a few minutes. I know the uninitiated always imagine grabbing a gun and going to confront a home invader. That scenario plays out in their minds over and over. They hear a noise downstairs, grab whatever their choice of home defense gun is, and go down and confront the bad guy, thereby saving the day. After all, they have the home field advantage by knowing the way out of their home, right? That's pretty far from the reality. Sure, they know the layout of their home, and they're armed. What they don't know are the number of invaders and their location, whether they're armed as well, or what their proclivity for violence is. So as they rush headlong into the unknown, the farther they get into the rush to battle, the more control they lose over it. There are just too many things against you in a situation like that. One of the many things they fail to understand is that if they're facing multiple opponents, they certainly won't be clustered conveniently together. So after engaging the first one they see, their auditory clues vanish. If you've never had to fire a weapon in an enclosed space without hearing protection, you don't know that you won't hear anything but the ringing in your ears for quite some time. And your home field advantage in knowing the layout that you think puts them at a disadvantage should it be nighttime and dark in the house. Well, That muzzle flash is just even the playing field between you and them. Auditory and visual clues are going to vanish after that first shot, regardless of what type weapon you fire. This is why in my classes I teach picking a room to defend when things go bump in the night. Have a plan to gather your family in one room and defend that. This makes the maneuverability of a shotgun moot. If the invaders try to breach that room, defend yourself using the doorway for the fatal funnel that it is. Make them come to you. If the intruders are just intent on stealing your stuff, let them. It's just stuff. Stuff can be replaced. Use the insurance money you'll get to buy new and better stuff. At least you'll be alive to buy it and use it. If you do, for whatever reason, have to maneuver through your home, the simple expedient of laying the buttstock of a shotgun on the top of your shoulder can bring the length you have to move pretty close to the standard length they are, And yes, you can still use the shotgun sights holding it this way. Let's take a quick break while I introduce you to Locklore Production Group. Hey Anderson area, are you a realtor wanting to showcase your properties with video? Having a wedding or other special event you need photos of? Need a voiceover for commercials or your office phone system? If you're in the Anderson area, look no further than the Lockmore Production Group. This full-service audio and video production company has the tools and experience that will give you the product you need. Be it still photography, video, or drone photography or video, you'll be amazed at the results they provide. Again, that's the Lockmore Production Group. The contact details are in the show notes. Give them a call today at 864-245-1956. Alright, let's get back to the common complaints. Pump shotguns are difficult to operate. Yeah, the manual alarms for a shotgun is difficult. There's much more involved in running a shotgun than there is with a carbine. Semi-automatic shotguns are relatively easy, pretty much the same principle. Pull the operating handle back, let it go, chamber around flip the safety off, the gun's ready to go. and It'll do so with each pull of the trigger until it runs empty. Not much harder than an AR. Of course, if it's your defensive shotgun, there should be a round chambered already. After all, you don't carry a semi-automatic handgun with an empty chamber, do you? If you do, stop it now. Pump shotguns require a little more effort in that you have to move the fore end smartly to the rear and smartly back forward after each round. Untrained shooters who don't practice tend to short-stroke pump shotguns under stress, causing them to not eject a fired round and chamber a fresh one. As with any weapon system, familiarity and practice is essential to properly run the gun. And pump shotguns should be ready with the round chambered and safety on. The often-touted fallacy that racking a pumped shotgun will make an opponent turn into a quivering mess simply isn't true. The sound gives your position away, lets the bad guy know what you're armed with, and you may result in him sending a volley of bullets your way. Just remember, bad guys aren't as judicious with their use of ammunition as we are. Shotguns throw lead everywhere. Yeah, while it's true that a shotgun's Fort A is getting hits on moving targets, due to the expansion of its shot pattern, that expansion is not what most people believe. Let's go with the most common assumption that a shotgun pattern will open up one inch every yard from the muzzle of the gun. Uh, This widely held belief is horribly wrong, but for the sake of argument, we'll use it. The longest distance I'd be able to shoot in my home is 42 feet, or 14 yards. Theoretically, using the flawed one inch for every yard belief, If I were to make this shot, my shot pattern would be 14 inches wide at the terminal end. Not very wide, and pretty much sized to keep most, if not all, of the pellets from a two and three-quarter inch double-lot buckload on the target. However, not content to just go with tribal knowledge, I actually patterned my shotgun with a variety of double-lot buckloads at 15 yards, just to see what my pattern would actually be should I ever have to employ that shot from one end of my house to the other. Now, you're probably ahead of me by now when thinking that the pattern wasn't 14 inches, and you'd be right. Pattern sizes ranged from 6 to 10 inches, depending on the load I was using, having shot six different manufacturer's offerings. Uh, this is out of a Mossberg 500 security model 12 gauge with a 20-inch cylinder bore barrel. Now, hopefully this has prompted you to say to yourself, wow, I really need to get to the range and see how my shotgun patterns at different ranges with different loads. Please, say that's what you're thinking. So many of the truths that we've heard as shooters over the years are just horribly flawed. Better off to prove them and, and find what works for you and your gun. So yes, you can make fairly precise shot placement shots with a shotgun. You just have to know what the combination of gun load shooter is capable of. For instance, November 13th 2016 in Sea Heights, California, a San Diego municipal police officer ended a hostage taker with a headshot using a shotgun. The officer, understanding the operating parameters of the weapon system closed the distance and delivered one shot from about a yard away. So yes, you can make fairly precise shot placement shots with a shotgun. You just have to know what the combination of gun, load, shooter is capable of. For instance, November 13, 2016, in City Heights, California, a San Diego municipal police officer ended a hostage taker with a headshot using a shotgun. The officer, understanding the operating parameters of the weapon system, closed the distance and delivered one shot from about a yard away, splitting the distance between the hostage taker and the hostage's head. I put a link to the video of that in the show notes. Shotguns will punish you with recoil. Yeah, there's absolutely no denying that training with a shotgun is pretty far removed from a good time. And While a rubber recoil pad and reduced power tactical buckshot loads can mitigate some of the discomfort caused by recoil, it's still going to be present. Shooting 200 rounds of buckshot and 25 rounds of rifled slugs over the course of the day is going to leave a lasting impression on you. In my younger days, I used to shoot skeet, a lot of skeet, like six rounds a day for two or three days in a row. There were days when I'd have to fire a couple of rounds just to break my shoulder loose from the previous day's punishment, but it was never permanently crippling. Unpleasant, but with no lasting effects. Other than intensive training days, though, how much do you really notice recoil? The round or two you fire from your deer rifle doesn't phase you a bit, because you're focusing on getting off a good shot. Those rounds you fire in the duck blind, or on the dove field, they don't bother you in the least. I've shot several different weapons platforms in no-shit defensive and offensive situations, and the recoil of the guns never crossed my mind, never noticed it. So in a defensive situation, the recoil is pretty much a non-player. The only consideration it gets is moving the muzzle off target for follow-up shots. And with practice, you can get the shotgun pointed back where you want it without a great deal of effort. So there you have it. For the right application, the shotgun is still a relevant player in today's world. If the scattergun figures into your home defense plan, I strongly encourage you to get some training with it. Learn how to run it effectively, and you can be confident in the man-machine combo that can keep you safe. As always, if you enjoy this podcast, consider letting one of your like-minded friends know about it. We're listed in all the major podcast directories, or you can listen in at our website. So until next time, shoot safe, be safe, and have a great day.